The Jailhouse Movie Star by Brian Lee Tucker I am sick of looking like a corpse. When I look into the mirror, all I see is a ghost of whom and what I used to be, human. And it's becoming harder to bear with each passing day. A pale, bug-eyed, frizzy-haired queen prison bitch. I arrive in chains and stand. The chains are connected to handcuffs around my wrists. The chains will jingle if I move, making a happy jingle bell sound. When that happens, one of the guards comes sprinting back to my holding cell and asks me why I was making so much noise while he was trying to read his new issue of Nipple Paradise magazine. I tell him he wouldn't have to worry about it if he would remove my handcuffs, which he does, so he won't have to be bothered with me anymore. I won that round. He scares me. He has a nice smile and straight white teeth, but so did Ted Bundy. I don't like him looking at me like he is picturing me naked. He sometimes enjoys himself in the corner while he reads his nipple paradise. I can hear him, and I play a song in my mind when he does that, so I don't have to listen to him. He told me one day that, as pretty as I was, I'd be famous someday. <laughs> yeah, right. He just wants to get in my pants. It's just my luck. Bad. To get stuck in some backwoods, Hicktown jail, too. This place looks like it would need at least $10,000 worth of renovation just to be called a dump. The Ted Bundy lookalike wears a dull beige outfit that looks like he bought it at Goodwill and a badge that looks like it came out of a box of Cracker Jacks. Regardless, still wanting to look and feel like a human again, I began a jailhouse makeover. First, my lashes. I invented some eyeliner by using pencil lead. I was a little scared at first, thinking I might walk out of here with lead poisoning, but I got over it. You either get over things pretty quick in here, or you'll be even more miserable than you would have been otherwise. Next, my hair. Using toilet paper, I rolled my hair up with it, and after about an hour of feeling anxious about it, let them loose to see if my hair would hold. It did. Without thought, I immediately spun around in front of my tiny mirror like a ballerina, daydreaming of being out of this place, and closed my eyes and opened them to see he is there now, the young, handsome man of my dreams, sitting at my table, smiling his trademark smile, his ocean blue eyes twinkling like sapphires. That night I dreamed, but not of my Prince Charming, but of this lonely, desolate landscape known as reality. My cellmate told me this morning I looked pretty, like an actress or a model. I told her thanks, and that I'd always dreamed of being famous, maybe a movie star. She looked at me kind of funny, like she was checking out my body. I didn't like that. She would have really flipped out if I told her about my ex-boyfriend and I making homemade porno films and posting them on the internet like Paris Hilton did. She can get away with it, though. She's rich and famous. When I did it, I was just called a slut. My cellmate used to be pretty. I can tell. 
but something has happened in her short life that has made her look old and tired. Throughout her life, Christina had told her mother she was being abused by her father, but her complaints were ignored. Christina's nightmare was finally discovered when Mrs. Rice caught her husband lying naked in her daughter's bed, with Christina lying unconscious next to him. Shock hit his face when he saw his wife standing there in the doorway. She saw what he had done. Christina's mother called 911. When an ambulance arrived at Christina's house, they found her pedophilic father dead in a bathroom from a suicidal gunshot to his head, leaving the mother alone to clean up the mess he had made. It's no wonder she looks old and tired. I know how she feels. Love is malicious. Love is malice. And malice love.